welcome to another rousing episode of Roomies and Movies. Uh, this week we watched the second half of the second season of Daredevil, uh, Atomic Blonde. Uh, we also watched Room 104, which was just new to HBO this week, right? Yeah, Friday night. And then the latest episode of Game of Thrones, so I hope you're excited about all of that. How about you? Nah, it's going a short week. I got, like, nothing to say about anything. Yeah, I, I could have swore we had a handful of news stories. Where are they? Bring them on. Uh, well, I see us bitching about the length of movie times. Nope. Dunkirk sucked. No, fine. No, listen, I'm going through our chat history. Just relax. But it did. Um, Suicide Squad bullshit. Uh, are you excited to get a Batfleck trilogy? I I don't believe those rumors. So until I see because put that hope in the world. I do. Nobody but wants that like anymore. Batfleck as a uh... there. There is a very big difference for me saying like he's kind of one of the only good parts of BBS to saying he's good. You know, it's, it's a wide divide. It's kind of bullshit, but I'll let it slide. Um, <laughs> but, I, like, no. in fact, would fucking love a Batfleck trilogy. He's, That's my jam. I just don't, like... I know you're trying to say... Uh, you're trying to find the right words, and perfect is the word you're looking for. No. He is like, perfect as Batman. I get... He's gonna get... Is, are you still pissed off that he used guns? Like, are you just holding that against him? I just, I just forget about that until I see him do it just a ton more in Justice League. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He's not my Batman. <coughs> I haven't seen the Justice League trailers, but I can imagine because doesn't is the Bat, uh, Batmobile outfitted with a real gun now? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Listen, I'm only going by what I've seen, like in passing. In the trailer, he definitely is just like, my turn. He jumps into this giant bat thing and starts shooting everything again. (laughs) I'm so excited about it. Who wouldn't be excited about that? Oh, you, obviously, but... I mean... Yay? (laughs) He's too... (laughs) I don't buy that he signed on to a trilogy. I think this is clever ploys to get people to be like stop talking about him leaving the series oh yeah yeah oh yeah that's exactly what i was like really is in the news again i was like did he finally officially drop out and i was like oh this is just to get us shut up that's fine that's fine i mean i figured that's what it was for and you know and Uh, supposedly pushing towards batman beyond where he can actually just get out of that role finally just be an old man (laughs) doing He just shows up, does his five minutes on set, and like, all right, I mean, you guys got the rest of the movie, that's fine. He's just going to tape. <laughs> He's just going to have a videotape playing for the next Batman, just playing in the yeah, Batcave. Like, can I just get a downy thing going on? Just like, <laughs> like a dark, get a face profile, one day shooting, and I'm out. There you go. There you go. That's all you need. Oh, Christ. Um, yeah, I think that's really pretty much it. 
where do you want to start? Do you want to start with Rumo 104 or uh, Daredevil? Uh, we'll, we'll throw Room 104 in there, because I kind of threw that in at you, what, yesterday? Yeah, it's a couple days ago, but I mean, it wasn't that bad. You want to start with that, then? Yeah, we'll start there. Um, All right. Uh, new show, HBO, Friday nights. It's a half-hour anthology. Every episode is new people, new characters, new themes. Only thing connecting it is it all takes place in this one hotel room. Um, and... This first episode was real weird. Really weird. Um, like it, it's, it sets the mood perfectly for how weird I think the show wants to be, which I'm hoping so. Uh, because if it's, if it stays that amount of weird, I'm totally in. And then next week we get, uh, Dawson. So. I didn't even see a. <laughs> Uh, uh, the next week on or whatever. I just yeah, we literally I was Dave Vanderbeek. Like, so yeah, uh, uh, we what I the episode was just like the ending shot, and I shut it off. It's like we gotta go to the theater and see Atomic Blonde because I've just been putting everything off. Until <laughs> it seems to be how we're running the show anymore. Real tight ship. Uh, no. Uh, um, I think it's an interesting idea to try and throw an anthology show out there again. It's been a while. Um, you know, shit like uh, American Horror Story and American Crime or whatever are season-long anthologies, but to do an episodic one is kind of ballsy in this time. Yeah, especially for HBO, which surprised me the most of it, um, because they're really... I don't think they've had an episodic show for... Fuck, ever. Because, uh, I mean, what? Probably Red Shoe Diaries. Yeah. Yeah. Of that me. was about it. It's for fucking ever ago. So. Uh, yeah, but I really liked it. I like this episode for sure. Um, I, it kind of was a little predictable, but at the same point, like there was that great tension in the show that is like, all right, I'm on board. Was it predictable? Because I wasn't quite sure what they were doing anywhere in that show. Uh, okay. I, I was all over the place like, trying to guess what the hell was going on. But, like, everything started tumbling into place, and then it was, like, fucking, this is real fucking, this is some fucking, uh, outer limit shit right here. Or not. Uh, like, that, that's one of them. Yeah. Like, that episode would have been over for me as soon as someone was like, come babysit in a hotel room. I was like, <laughs> I'm good. I really just wanted to see, like, a kid with, like, an unhinged jaw and just has, like, fucking crazy-ass teeth. Uh, I, okay, so setting the stage for this first episode, uh, babysitter comes to a hotel room. The dad is, like, the kid's in the, the bathroom. I gotta get going on this date. He's yours. I'll be home at 10. Um, so then, like, she talks the kid out of the bathroom. And, like, they, she starts babysitting and whatever. And it comes to a scene of them, like, having supper and whatnot. And, like, she's like, this other kid that's in the bathroom still, like, he's insane. And I was like, well, that's great. That's real great. Kids are the worst. <laughs> so, like, they start yelling. And, like, he's like, oh, great. Now you woke him up. And, like, goes into the bathroom. 
like it takes a couple minutes comes out of the fucking bathroom and like he's just wearing a towel for like a cape just running around jumping on shit goes right to the bathroom like three minutes and like the kid comes out dressed in his regular clothes it's like don't know what the fuck that was but all right uh cuts to she finally gets him in bed and like he's talking just insane creepy style of like shut that kid up shut that kid up right now the um, kid, when the kids like when i asked you a question it's like no no you cannot <laughs> you shut your mouth close your eyes you go to bed um starts talking the kid's about just like what sex and i'm like get out now right now <laughs> i was like you know what i'm not babysitting ever again the fuck kids are the worst um so then uh he wants to tell her a story and like he leads on leads on that his mother killed herself but that's the fake story because he sets it up perfectly because he's like i'm gonna tell you a story and then i'm gonna tell you what really happened so here's the fake story mommy hung herself and you're like what no no no, see so like uh he was he said he was only going to tell her one story, so I was like, he starts in on this story, and I was like, oh shit, like, they're just going to leave it to where you're guessing what the hell really happened, and then he's like, now you got to tell me what was that, I was like, and then he says that Ralphie killed him, and I was like, you know what the hell with this shit. <laughs> I was like, in no real world is a five-year-old taking me down, I'm going to karate chop everyone in the goddamn school. Hmm. <laughs> I don't, I would be like, what the fuck? And like, the kids would just murder me. Because I wouldn't know. <laughs> nope, I was ready. If that kid came out of that bathroom, I'd drop kick in it. Full force. If that, no. if that kid dies, and I'm like, well, don't have to worry about that anymore. I would, I would not know what to do if a child ran out of the bathroom in fucking underwear. This is why I'm not a parent. Like, I wouldn't know what to do, and I would probably have a panic attack and die. See, all kids are equipped with this great, like, mechanism that you put your hand like this and you just scoop them up by the chin. You just slam them down as hard as you can. Just choke That's slam <laughs> That's babysitting advice. Uh, yeah, so that's basically all the episode. It comes out of it and, like, Ralphie kills the other kid and is, like, attacking her. And she's like... <laughs> I'm not fucking dying from a kid and like spins it around and like he's choking this kid out. And then the dad comes to the door and is like, what are you doing? And like she looks back at the bed and there's no other kid there and like she's been choking this one kid. I was like, good. One less kid. <laughs> I would just, I would have brushed my fucking shoulders off, grabbed the money for the night. And that's $40, please. <laughs> and that's basically what Room 104 was. I think it's just going to be that trippy, wild shit, like, every week. So, are we doing this weekly, then? Um, I, I'm going to watch it weekly. I don't know if we need to touch yeah, base I'm sure on it. Can, I'm sure we can just, like, five-minute bullshit about it. So, I'm worried. Yeah. I'll keep up with it, so. It's fucking 30 minutes. That's just what I need in my life yeah. right now. <laughs> Yeah, like, out of everything else, it was like, yeah, I could totally handle a half hour over, like, six hours of half an, a season and, like, three hour or two hour movies and shit. Like, and, and, like, that's, I made sure to point that out when I was like, watch Room 04, it's only 30 minutes. Just give it a chance. 
I literally saw that text. I was like, I got tw- I got half hour right now. Let's fucking uh, fucking I can commit to that. So, uh, great shit. Um, let's see here. So, Daredevil. Okay. How did you feel about the second half of the second season? So the first half, we get Punisher, we get Elektra, they're set into motion, and like, uh, it starts with the trial, and I was like, oh, I'm le- I enjoyed the pace at that moment. Um, everything that followed started blowing me away incrementally. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, the whole trial fiasco, uh, fuck, it's so good. Um... So you go through a Punisher's past. Um, they're trying to talk him into going the PTSD route for his defense. He's like, no, nah, that's for people. That's dishonoring those people that real with it. Like, I just wanted to kill people. It's like, well, fuck us, right? I also noticed that first episode back, like, the level of an actor Matt is, like, Cause there's a lot of shots that he it's focused on him and like he legitimately acts blind and it's like fuck I don't think I could be able to pull that off for that long like what we're 20 episodes in at this point like that's off to him yeah the, like I the, one of our conversations we had this week where you were just like fuck, I can't do anything during the show because I missed so much the little subtle nuances. Yeah, and it's, it sucks because, like, uh, since he's blind, a lot of the stuff is um, visual stuff rather than audio. So, like, I tried working while I'm watching it and, like, gave up 20 minutes in. I was like, fuck, I missed, like, this and this, so I had to rewind him. And, like, it gets to a part where he's sewing up Electra from, like, one of their fucking bouts. And it's like, god damn it, he just does a, a knock-up job of playing that blind man. So, just a big shout-out to him. Uh, and, and then they then, find a big fucking hole. Big hole. Which is, uh, there's things I like about the show a lot. Um, one thing it does not have <laughs> for it is subtlety. The show just beats you over the head with its beams. So it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah there's a big hole, and... It is Matt Murdock's descent into darkness as he gets more and more enveloped into this vigilante life. If you didn't quite get that. Didn't, definitely didn't catch that. I was all about like, oh, fucking ninjas and shit. I was like, let's do this. Ninjas! Um, you get this Nobu. The Nobu fight revisited. Like, when they started hinting at it, I was like, yeah, that was a great fucking fight from the first season. And like, it was about this point. Um, like, when he just gets his ass handed to him, I was like, so Daredevil's about to have his ass handed to him at some point, I'm guessing. Nope. But, like, they hinted at Nobu. I was like, yeah, great fight. And I was like, cheers to that. (laughs) Fucking stick saves him. Um, moving into episode eight was great because stick saves him, tells him this whole story about the chest. And, like, you get this lore from Iron Fist, and, like, this is the first time it's been touched on in the other shows so far. I'm guessing it kind of touches on it a little in Luke Cage gets closer, maybe? But, 
this is the first we've heard about it. And, like, Daredevil and Elektra have been trained to fight all this shit. So, uh, <laughs> they, it, there's a couple of bullshit moments where Elektra got stabbed by a sword and, like, had poison on it and they're trying to save her life and shit. And then it's revealed that uh, she was basically put into Matt's life to try and, and get him back into this ancient war or whatever. So it's like all that shit that is between Elektra and Matt is he doesn't know if it's real or shit, so. But that said, I was pumping up episode eight so much to you. And oh, we finally fuck. got to it. Yeah, so he's like Listen, something happens in this shoot or episode eight, and I was like, "All right, I'm excited." I thought it was Stick coming back to the show, saving their ass. Uh, I was very wrong because you get fucking ninjas for about half the show. Uh, Electra decides to be with Matt, and then st- just keeps killing. He's like, "The one rule I have is don't fucking kill," and he's like, "Kill? I'm gonna kill?" Him? And it's like, "No, you fucking bitch, get out of here." Uh, <laughs> And then, fucking Fisk shows back up. Blew my goddamn mind. I was like, I was so upset because I thought we were done with him, at least for a couple seasons. Nope. Big bad back back into it. I was so pumped. Like, when he showed back up, I was like, oh yeah, let's fucking get it. And that was great, because like, when they were doing season two, they were like, we're... We're, we're going to bring him back eventually, but we have no plans for him for season two. Like, we have no... We're focusing on Elektra and Punisher. That's the story we're telling. And I remember binging that show and getting to that. And I was like, well, I, I can't stop now. He brought my <laughs> But he was never called Kingpin in the first season, right? But no. he's Kingpin when he gets to jail? Uh, once he fucking ruins that guy. And then he's just like, you're bleeding into your lungs and you're going to die a horrible death. I'm going to sit here and eat the steak and watch you Oh, die. my God. Yes. That moment, I was like, fucking cold-blooded Fisk. I like your style. I like your style a whole lot. Like, it, uh, it, I think he he is fighting very hard for my number one spot for the villain role. Like, I, I was just happy having him on the list, but, like, he's really fighting against Loki right now because just all the shit that he was in for this season, too. Yeah, and he's in it for two episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, he gets Castle to come into prison and so he can be like, listen, this guy who is my rival here knows some shit. You should go kill him. Here's a shiv. <laughs> it's so good, because you're like, man, Punisher's going to wreck some fucking house. And then it's like, oh, you got tricked. And he's like, well, I'm going to kill everybody. And he does. It's like fuck you, man. Uh, and then they have a, then they square off against each other. It's like god damn it. Yeah, fucking gorilla punches for days. Punches <laughs> for days. It was so fucking good. Oh god damn. And then basically, uh, Fisk is just, hey, listen, I'm gonna do my time, and then I'm gonna get out of here. And when I'm out, hopefully. You've kept all my competition away by murdering them. Go have fun. (laughs) Oh, it's such a beautiful scene between those two because they're just complete assholes. And they're just like, 
listen, next time we meet up, we're definitely killing each other. It's like, I wouldn't have any other way. Such a good fucking character. But then we get my favorite showdown in episode nine. Really? Because Nobu shows back up finally, and it's like, what the fuck? Because Daredevil gets his ass handed to him and, like, saves the uh, druggies. Yeah, they're bleeding people in some pit for no reason. What's funny about that is I think... So, I think that means that, like, he's killing... The one thing that I kept coming back to was, like, why they were draining, and then they showed back up, and then, like, cut their wrists to drain their blood even more. Uh, I figured they were killing themselves and being brought back to be ninjas. But I don't think we should see those other druggies anymore. Dude, it's a murder-death ninja cult. I I don't know what they're doing half the time. But I figured that's why uh, Daredevil can't get a read on them, because if they're undead, but, like... That kind of gets spoiled near the end of the season. Yeah, when he has to do his his own pimp ninja moves and track their weapons instead. Uh, he goes from tracking his their weapons to tracking their breath. It's like, goddamn. Just the same fucking stick. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, but back to your favorite part of fucking the showdown between Matt and fucking Kingpin. Mwah! The whole point of this podcast is that it's natural reactions. We don't talk about the shit beforehand. But I was 100% just like, listen, my favorite <laughs> ever. You need to pay attention. Because <laughs> it is. It's everything I want from, from a Daredevil fan. It's everything I want. It's Matt Murdock being like, listen, I'm cocky, I'm arrogant, I got the law on my side, I got you. And then Fish is being like, I'm going to wreck your world as soon as I get out of you here. You know what? Fuck the law. And, like, he uh, he's like, listen, I'm going to ruin your world because I'm going to be within legal bounds and I'm just going to get Vanessa barred from ever coming to America. And he's like, you guys, uh, guys want to turn away real quick? Drops his fucking cuffs and just starts beating the shit out of him in jail. And then he's like, what the, what the, and he's like, they didn't see anything. What are you going to do? And it's like, God damn it, you are such a great villain. That's the it's shit, great. man. Because he just throws it back in his face, too. He's just like, you know, Matt's just like, I'll spend $6 on postage. I'll get her visa revoked and you'll never see her again. And he's just like, when I get out of here, I'll spend far more than $6 to ruin your life. Fuck, it's so good. So goddamn good. Uh, and I guess the the last time we see Kingpin in that episode, what follows through, at least the way I read it, is, you know, Matt does get a hit off. He does punch him straight in the face during it. And then he's kind of like, ow, my face. Give me those files on Murdoch again, because he's starting to put it together, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which means, then? 100%, season three... They're going to do Born Again, and I want it so much. I want it so much. I want they, it a lot now, too. They have to change the, the 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 whole Karen Page aspect of Born Again, but other than that, yeah. Do they? It's, what, does, does Karen still not know that he's Daredevil? No, in, in Born Again, um, she knew he was Daredevil, and she's been gone for a while, and because it's Frank Miller, and he doesn't like women. Uh, 
she ended up uh, becoming a druggy porn star. And to get a fix, she sells Matt's identity. And then it gets back to Kingpin. And then he just destroys Matt systematically. And then then it's, you know, born again. It's Matt coming back and rising back up from the ashes of what Fist does to him. Fucking A, man. Fucking A. It's good shit. Um, after that, it's kind of downward from there, because Fisk is, like, Fisk commands the goddamn screen. He does, and there is a tonal problem. Uh, the book suffers from it from time to time as well, but, like, when you're doing Kingpin and Punisher and street-level vigilantes, then all of a sudden, you're fighting an army of ninjas. There's, there's a... Not a quite a yeah, gel. like it really it kind of uh, petered out, but like the fist scenes alone are worth season two, so fucking give it to him. Um, there's some strange, or there was a little uh, side fight with the black blacksmith, but like, oh yeah, let's hold on, let's back up to when he was introduced. Uh, whoever saw Clancy Brown come on screen was like, no, he's not a bad guy. <laughs> no, I was like, that guy's, that guy's evil as shit. Of course that guy's a bad guy. No, it's I wish, I wish they would have played it as Stick being the blacksmith. Like, that's who I would have figured it was, because Gao and Stick, like, being against each other would have made more sense. But no, it's just Clancy Brown. Um... But it's sad when uh, you get to like those last few episodes, and I'm kind of more interested in what the Punisher's doing than Daredevil. You know, like that the hand stuff peters out, oh, and yeah. I really don't give a shit about Elektra. <laughs> That's sad. Because here's what I'll say: you don't bring Elektra in, and then kill her unless you bring Bullseye in and have him do it. It's a false move. It's a very big misstep. Well, I think they've hinted at her coming back for season two, haven't they? Listen, you don't watch trailers, so I'm going to drop this on you. She's back. <laughs> She's the bad guy. She is one of the main bad guys in The, the Defenders. But, you know, that's and that's what happens in the book. You know, she's murdered and she's resurrected by the hand. But... It, it, Took it from just being like this street street level, just like he goes out at night, kicks some ass, comes back home a little bit more bruised up. But so like, fuck! Now they've got to save the universe, kind of shit. It's like it's a little much for this goddamn show. Like yeah, I like him just going like, around kicking shit. I mean, as soon as like they bring those people who are being farmed to the hospital, and all of a sudden ninjas are scaling the fucking walls of a hospital. <laughs> Uh, with the fucking Claire turns that corner and they're all just standing there, I was like, you know what, fucking kill him. Kill him off. The hell with this shit. I don't need this shit. And then a random nurse just like, jump in front of this sword. No. No nurse would ever <laughs> Jump in front of the sword the whole goddamn way. It's like, Jesus. My random character. Fuck. <laughs> but, um... I, I do like the interactions between Matt and Claire, though. Uh, but this is... There's there's a point in this season where they just push everyone away from Matt, and he just becomes yeah. just too power. You know, there's no there's no sense that he enjoys what he's doing anymore. Yep. 
Uh, that said, cut all the that hair. Cut all the hair. He didn't seem like he enjoyed it until he got that fucking stick. And then it was like, fuck, let's just go around breaking skulls. Listen, I'm never going to say no to him just whipping that at someone's face. (laughs) Such a really, just a great shot. Just fuck off. Fuck off. So good. In the sound design, it's just this real meaty thunk. Yeah, just a thud. Uh, Some really great fucking hallway, hallway fights as well. Um, yeah, there's some, you know, they do bring in ninjas. There's some sweet ninja action in there. Some of that gets a little messy, but, I mean, they they do give him great choreographed fights, so I'm, a, I'm down for that. Um, the Punisher finding more guns was a little wild. Um, oh, and a bulletproof vest with the skull design on it, essentially. I was like, come on, guys, come on. And it's so ridiculous. And that end scene, we're like, he's just like, fuck, they killed Electra. I'm going to go fight. Oh, wait. Someone's killing ninjas. And Frank's just like, what's up? Just going to shoot some ninjas for you. <laughs> he's, I just wish he would have been like, I don't really like that bitch anyway. I'm glad she's dead. And then just fucking popping ninjas. And like, I, just like wish he, I wish he showed up and be like, she wasn't right for you, man. Don't let it. Don't let it. Don't sweat it. <laughs> I wish, like, ninjas had just got, started getting shot down, and he's like, Frank? And Daredevil would have saw him, like, oh, you're here? I was just I was just killing some ninjas. No reason. Uh, I think they could do, they could add little moments like that, and they'd be so great. There's that weird scene, though, when, like, Frank and Karen go to that cafe, and he just starts doling out love advice. <laughs> Listen, Punisher gets it. He totally understands love. And then he kills people in front of him. <laughs> I he just, just wish he would have been halfway in the monologue just fucking stabbing somebody in the face. Like, just you want to stay with them and just <laughs> definitely this stay with love them. Love is red. <laughs> so bad. Ugh, it's good stuff. Um, so next week's Luke Cage. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I, I really like the first half of Luke Cage. I think it kind of... That's, that's kind of what I've heard. I don't think that Cage or Jessica Jones had enough material to do their whole seasons with, and that brings out some problems in the long form. Um, But it's interesting... I feel like you kind of really started noticing it near the those last few episodes of Daredevil. Like, kind of lost its steam, but there's a really oh. great moment that I'm like, I'm I'm alright for it, so. Before we skip on, so you had watched Iron Fist first. Yes. So that was your introduction to the hand. And now mm-hmm. you come back here and it's completely fucking different. Yeah, yeah. Throwing you for <sighs> A little bit, but, like, there's a moment where it's like, do I have to go back and watch Iron Fist again just to see what the hell all that shit was? I was like, no. No. (laughs) But we have two fucking shows of Luke Cage, and then we're in the Defenders, so I'm alright with that. We're almost, we're over the hump. Downwards. (laughs) We're there. We're a couple weeks, and we're there. A couple weeks. 
Are we doing uh, we doing defenders all in one shot then? Opening the weekend. What is this? Three, five. I think we'll get it cut off, cut in half. We'll be nearing the end of Game of Thrones. I know I'm asking a lot for you to not binge the entire fucking thing, but realize that we don't get another Netflix show till November. So. Yeah, but realize it's also only eight episodes. Oh, it is only eight? Yeah, fuck it, one episode. Because <laughs> w- if it's eight episodes, fuck that, that's that's a week show. So, I can do that. Cool. Hopefully they tighten everything up, because I think, I have a feeling they've taken everything that everybody's been saying about everything and, like, made a really tight season. Well, I can tell you that it's the same showrunners who did the second season of Daredevil. Yeah. And that people have seen the first four episodes, and they're not all four together until the fourth episode. God damn it. Well, that makes more sense, but I just really just want to see them going around kicking everybody's ass. The but one I guess that good makes thing, sense. like, I've read very spoiler-free, just, like, tone piece reviews of the first four episodes. And pretty much everyone's just like, the voices are the same. You know, they they talk to all the other showrunners to get the voices right. And everyone hates Iron Fist and calls him an asshole. And <laughs> oh, I wish Iron Fist wasn't my boy, but I hate that, that that's the case. Somebody's got to fight for him, and I hope that he has his goddamn mask. I guarantee it does not happen. <laughs> I need him to have his mask. Um, so, is that all for Daredevil, then? Yeah, I think Sorry. we're good. Okay. Then, Atomic Blonde. Yep, you and then got then, out of it? Yeah, we went to the 710 showing, so literally just like an hour ago. Literally right on your bike. Uh, so what'd you think about it? I think the action's really good. Um, I think the story's just kind of a, just a mess and all over the place. Uh, and the saddest thing is I, I just, I don't think James McAvoy did very good in that movie. (laughs) Oh man, I just, we're gonna hate each other. I really loved it. I think, well. it, I think but. it worked well. Um, I, I can't think of anything I didn't like of it, but a lot of it is, I guess, inside joke type of stuff. Like, when fucking Mummy showed up, I was like, Jim, watch your back. But, like, it's all stupid shit like that. It's, like, kind of took me out of the movie, but, like, I don't know. I like the aesthetic of it, the fucking... I, I love the, the look of it. Uh, the, the 80s feel. The late 80s, fucker. Like, listen. That shit is as close to 90s feel as you're gonna get. Absolutely not. That, <laughs> 90s kids will not remember a top 10 list of this movie. It's all 80s songs. It's about the Berlin Wall coming down. Neon. Terrible fashion. Big phones. That being said, I thought the action was really great in it. Uh, well, I mean, Charlize like, Theron just 
fucking destroyed shit. It's worth seeing. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad movie by any means. I just have faults with the storytelling techniques in it. What's great about it, and I'll say go spend $9 on a ticket, is for that main fight. The one where she just is trying to get Spyglass out, and it's yeah, yeah. upstairs, Down, uh, downstairs. And so good. It's all done with digital trickery, but like they film it as one shot, and it just keeps going and going, and it's just brutal. It's really fucking brutal. Like, there's not a point where you don't realize Charlize Theron's not fucking a third of these people's size, and like, it's just literally getting thrown around basically all the time. But like, is still standing her ground and fucking putting up a good fight. Like, she has to find way workarounds and like. To get the upper hand, but, like, the way she does is pretty fucking awesome. And, like, it, it made me feel like that one time, I, I think it was a Firstborn movie where he kills the dude with the book, and it's, like, it's that level of, like, just fucking out of left field that, like, she gets kills, and it's, like, she is trained, but she's way undermatched. Well, just physically, you know, yeah, these yeah. guys are yeah, um, but yeah, like, but I don't think there's anything great to the story. It's, they make it as convoluted and jumpy around as they can to try and, obs- like, make you not realize what's, because in the end, it's a very obvious twist. Mm. The end of that movie is very obvious, and they try their hardest to not make it seem that way. Yeah, I think, I think it's about the third act that you realize, like, you piece all things together, so you just are ready for it to play out. Well, okay, they spend 99% of that movie being like, it's James McAvoy. Trust me, guys, it's James McAvoy. It's not. You know from the start, it's not. Yeah. Uh, To what you said, I thought James did a great job, like, playing that part where he was just trying to be the spy getting intel, and, like, he just didn't give a fuck about this whole game that is being played. Like, he just wanted to maintain his fucking, basically his lifestyle. No, he needs to sit back down in that wheelchair, because I'm tired of seeing him in this role. Oh, come on, he gets stabbed in that back? That's fucking... Ugh. Real great. Real great. It's like, it's 90% of that movie where, like, it's, it's the last, like, two scenes that I actually care about his what he's doing in that movie. That's fair. But I dug it. Uh, worth, worth a watch. There is real awkward in our theater because there's, there's a, a, you know, a lesbian sex scene in this movie and one dude in the theater was just like, get it, girl! <laughs> I saw it at four o'clock. The theater was dead. Didn't have that experience, but I wish I would have. Oh, we man. had like a couple weird guys. There was at least five people in their seventies in there. It's very weird demographic here. But yeah, one dude was That's real fat. He was just way <laughs> for the two minutes it lasted. It's like, yeah, get it. And like, they hadn't even gotten the bedroom yet. They just started kissing. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> like I said, worth a watch. 
in the theaters. I, I don't think it's going to play well on a, on a TV screen or shit, but, like... I, I disagree. I think it plays just as well as, like, John Wick does when you watch it on small screen. That's fair. But I, I think those uh, are just slightly better in theaters. Um, what do you think... Um, the director of this is the guy who's directing Deadpool 2. I'm in. I, like I said, I like this. I think I, what are the problems you had with the storytelling? Um, I think the idea of, I'm going to debrief you and we're going to tell the whole story through flashback is, Yeah, uh, I mean, you know that she's not going to die, so. It, yep, it relieves any physical tension there is there. Um. And it's also a straight, it's just, because then she's intentionally lying at parts and you see it and her keeping stuff away, but you don't know. So it's her being an unreliable narrator, but you know she is. You know, it's, there's a whole part where she's like, the mummy's all like, listen, here's what's going on. And she's like, wait, wait, wait. And then turns on a radio. So you don't hear it on the screen. She doesn't reveal it to these people. And then you get a reveal in the third act. It just doesn't work. Narrative. Did they did they give that reveal? What did she actually say? Uh, that uh, I believe it was just about the pictures that you know he was. Oh, I got you. I got you. You know, with the KBG or KGB. Uh, uh, I'm actually really glad that we uh, saw Mummy now, just for this little reference. Oh my. Well, she's been in other things, but that's what I catch oh, it in. fuck that. She's the mummy. Um, and then, uh, uh, the fuck was I trying to say? Oh, I just, I think they overcomplicate the plot for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. You know, it's, you have to go in because this guy died. But he died because he was getting this list. But to get the list, you gotta get this guy out. And also, you also have to find this double agent who's working in there. Like, it's just too much thrown in there. Thinking back on it, it kind of starts to fall a little bit apart, but I think it's still worth uh, seeing in theaters for it. Yeah, no, uh, it's... Excuse me. Especially if you have any kind of nostalgia for the 80s, like, because they just... It, it really feels... It really kind of feels like John Wick in the 80s, but a chick. And not as many headshots. Definitely not as many headshots. Uh, so go see it. Uh, so... The, uh, before we get off a tangent, I guess, another tangent, um, the John Wick stuff? <laughs> that they're trying to build this universe out? God damn it, stop! Just, he just shoots people. Why does that need to be a universe? Just keep making uh, movies. The rumor is that uh, basically there was a script going around. They call it, I think it's called like the ballerina or something about this hit woman. And they're like, this fits perfectly in. We're going to do it as a side sequel to John Wick. No, they can't do that because goddamn Ruby Rose was terrible in John Wick 2. And then two, they're talking about a TV show about the hotel. Stop! They're just making it shittier. All he has to do is just kill people. Why is that? Why is that got to be complicated? Jeez, well, they, they're, I mean, just, they're just worried about franchises. It's just starting to suck dick. 
but shit. Like, it didn't. I'm not a super huge fan of the second movie. I'm I'm eighty percent for it, but like, there's some real parts that are uh, uh, real shit. It's just it's real. Like that first movie is so tight, and like okay. it just bloated in this one. So, and I think it's just gonna get worse and worse and worse. That's fair. Um, so you want to talk Game of Thrones? Yeah, what's up? Uh, shit, it's fucking terrible again. Just a goddamn yeah. mess. Is it? <laughs> the storytelling's awful again. Like, they gave that hope from the first episode, it's just like, nah, we're still terrible storytellers. It's fucking it's- shit. It's the first overstep in this season that I was like, uh, uh, it's kind of, uh, uh. I find it hard that you can even fight for it with all the fucking Euron bullshit. No, no, he is a straight deus ex at this point, and it's kind of annoying the shit out of me. But it also doesn't make any goddamn sense whatsoever. Like, they should have at least ran into each other at some point. The Unsullied and Euron's ships. Just don't but think like, about it. <laughs> I can't. I've seen a map of the world and it's like, oh yeah, that's shit, so. Uh, well, the fact that, like, as far as I can tell, the show showed me that the Unsullied left at the same time the Greyjoys and Sand Snakes left, but somehow he's able to capture the Sand Snakes, take them back to King's Landing, and also get back to Casterly Rock. It's It doesn't make sense. Not even a little bit. So. <laughs> but <laughs> it, the time travel thing is just too much to overcompensate for now. Well, just setting that aside, the problem I have with it is we basically spent three episodes going, okay, Danny's gonna make this alliance, and this alliance, and this alliance. Oh, she's too powerful. We're gonna wipe them all out at once. Mm-hmm. Like, she just lost all her allies, and is basically stranded on Dragonstone at this point. Almost like, yeah. With three dragons, I guess. Yeah, but, like, I know she's she's gonna win, so you don't need to fucking depower. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Just let it happen. Yeah. Just shit. Just real shit. Uh, give us dragons for like five minutes, just like, oh, we still got dragons. Don't worry, the dragons will come eventually. Okay. <sighs> just, I just want that undead dragon. Can we just have it? No. Uh, but the um, fucking shots, they're just talking headshots, and I just drives me crazy. This was a big problem for uh, season six, like they just put two people in a room and just explain everything that's happening. That's been Game of Thrones. That's definitely been Game of Thrones since they fucking got off books. No, it's been Game of Thrones since the start. Go watch any of those first three seasons and it's just people talking about the history of Westeros and what's happening. You're probably right. Fuck the show. 
<laughs> uh, the Jorah was probably a decent, the most no, decent no. part. No, because it's just like, hey, you're going to die <laughs> yeah, in tomorrow. Out. You're fixed. Go on. <laughs> you're right. It was shit. Uh, Bran showing up was the weirdest. And being super creepy? <laughs> no, I love that he's like, uh, somebody was like, hey, Sansa, fucking somebody at the door for you. Goes, fucking Bran, he's like, oh, good, I don't have to fucking lead anymore. No, you can't have the person in the wheelchair with a sword. That's the king of my place. Because he's all like, I'm the three-eyed raven. What's that mean? I can't tell you. No, open your fucking mouth and tell me what's going on. And then he's just like, I'm going to tell you how I know everything by describing how you were raped. It's so weird. It's too, it's too far. It's way too far. You literally could have been like, hey, that was great planning with fucking Littlefinger to have the Knights of the Vale come through. Nope. Hey, remember that one traumatic event you had? Fucking what an asshole. So he's all like, you looked real beautiful, too. Stop it. It's getting a little creepy right <laughs> Also, fucking Jorah, they just started shaking his hands. They're like, no, you don't touch that guy. That dude He's is infected. <laughs> He's not. I am not going up and just shaking somebody's hand that had grayscale all over their body yesterday. No, it's cured. It could there be was a, a nice topical cream. could be yeah. just makeup. <laughs> I've seen makeup videos on YouTube. They can cover that shit up. It's crazy. Um, then I guess, uh, did you get anything out of Danny and John meeting for the first time? I thought it was a nice back and forth of them, like, not knowing who the fuck they were and trying to be, trying to explain how important they were, but just neither of them giving a fuck. And then that just all fell apart from them. They're like, well, I'm not fucking budging and you can't fucking leave, so. I think the most egregious was probably uh, Melisandre just being like, peace, I'm out. I'm just gonna run away. Cause yeah, like, a... like, I'm assuming her prophecy of having to die in this country is she's gonna come back and Davos is gonna take her. But don't rob me of that Davos. He should have fire and brimstone and fucking taking that witch out. Or he's gonna give Davos the throne, which I hope. It's not happening. Davos. He's only got... He, he's missing fingers. He, he can't be on the throne. Hey, he's better suited than Bran. Old, old crazy-ass Bran. Um, let's see. Uh, then I guess it comes down to the end? Uh, uh with- Castle Rock and then, uh, them being fucking juked and taking over High Garden, which is so ridiculous. Because like, was it the whole point last episode or whatever it was when Tyrion was like, "No one's ever attacked Castle Rock. They're never gonna see it coming." Here I come. <laughs> yeah, pretty oh, much. They totally saw it coming and ruined everything. Stupid. Uh, but her fucking telling Jamie how she killed her kid. His kid was like, nice, nice touch. If I were to die, that's the way I'd want to go out. Hey, by the way, thanks for not poisoning me horribly like I did your son. That Also, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) So good. 
Yeah. <laughs> At least and, we had that and, shining moment. And just basically just being like, Cersei's a fucking plague. How do you not see this? She's going to destroy everything. And then just being like, Jamie being like, yeah, I get it, but I'm just, I'm whipped, so it is what it is. <laughs> it doesn't matter, you're dead. So, whatever. Uh, it's just, it's, it's amazing the hoops they went through to put all the stuff together, and then they're just burning it down. Yeah. Which I get, it, it's more table clearing, but it's just more egregious this time around. But, yeah, but it doesn't make any sense because, like, so we started out the season and they had 15 hours to fill. And like they were like, all right, we're kind of going at an all right pace. Kind of going at that pace last one. And then this one is like, fucking, we just killed off three-fourths of your allies. So deal with it. It's like, God damn. Deal with it. It's so stupid. Um, last, I guess... Uh, what did you think of Cersei's revenge down in the dungeons? Uh, I really wanted her to just have fucking Mountain Trush her daughter's skull. I was like, that would have been real fucking brutal. And then it's like, oh, well, I guess poisoning her is fine, too. It made sense, but at the same point, it was just kind of like, <laughs> we get it. You're fucking spiteful. 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 It's whatever. I just want to see Mountain wrecking shit. He's all not going to do shit. He's going to... They're going to have Pagainbowl. That's all they have now. Pagainbowl and the Night King. No, because it'd be... King's Landing fight, I guess. It'd be two people just being like, did you see when the Mountain and the Hound fought each other? Crazy shit. <laughs> it just has some fucking fighting in the background? And it's just two guys sitting in the like, ooh, you got bets on. It, it'd, be like, uh, it'd be like the beginning of Guardians 2. Like the mountain and the hound be fighting in the background and just... Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just some uh, random gesture just dancing to uh, Electric Blue's Blue Monday? I don't know. Fuck it. Whatever. That's all I want. Whatever. What do we have? Four more episodes of this? Yeah, it's almost over already. I just want Cersei to die next episode. That appeased me. That's I get what to I go. Want. <laughs> that's what I'm like. Fuck it. Let's let's fucking do it. Uh, it is awesome that Danny doesn't have very little forces, but still has those dragons. And I'm like, and maybe fucking Jon Snow could hop on one of them. And fucking, uh, I was hoping Bran would send a raven and be like, hey, don't fuck your aunt. <laughs> That's a, By the way, of... you were not the last Targaryen. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't think about coming back to Winterfell, you goddamn dragon. Get out of here. Also, we have ghosts and he's just killing people in the countryside. There's just points, though, where, like, I feel like they're gonna tip into parody. Like, last episode, when fucking Sam was bitching about the book title, and I was like, he's gonna call it, like, call it Game of Thrones. They didn't know oh what my I god, no, when, he, when fucking Melisandre said she brought Fire and Ice together, I was like, nope. Get out of here. I wanted someone just, like, it's almost as if someone should write a song about Fire and Ice. And I would have shot my face off. 
just obvious kicks her over the goddamn fucking balcony or cliff, whatever. Fuck that bitch. Yeah. Whatever. It's, it, it's the first episode I feel some big stumbles in, but I liked a lot of the stuff, so I don't know. I You're really not don't a real trouble. Like, the time jumping is just a trouble for me, but it's like, I fucking, I'm doing my best to uh, subside my uh, judgment of it, so yeah. it is what it is. Uh, so what do we got, uh, what do we got for next week? So we got Luke Cage. The new episode of Game of Thrones. Um, are you doing Detroit? I'm going to see Detroit. Make. Yeah, see Detroit and then see, uh, what was the other one? Dark Tower. Oh, yeah, Dark Tower. Dark Tower. Uh, that's what I'm hyped most about. Don't are let me you? Down. Don't let me down, Dark Tower. Give it to me. Give me all the Dark Towers. I wouldn't say it's mm. gonna be great. Right. Yeah. Uh, also, do you want to watch Ultron? Nope. <laughs> I figured I'd toss it out there. That's fine. Good try. Good try. We got enough. No. Room 104, I'm sure, so. That should do it, I guess. Is that good for you? Yeah, I'm good. Good for me? Good for you? Maybe I'll do it. Just to watch that shit. Work. What's that? It was good for at least one of us. I'll take it. We'll catch you next week. Go watch that shit and join us next week. Pineapple! Ian!